Welcome to Aldente Rigamortis. I'm Review Cultist. And I'm Dr. Leviathan. And we're here to discuss those internet stories most creepy and most pasta. Tonight we've got Blind Date. For those of you joining us for the first time, Creepypasta is, in essence, the, f the next wave of scary campfire stories. But on the internet. The name comes from short stories being copied and pasted across the internet, the name got shortened to, into slang, copypasta, and the scary ones are called creepypasta. So, blind date. Um, this one, Dr. Leviathan uh, presented to me to read. And I started reading it and was like, oh, this is going to be one of those like more realistic kind of scary stories with the, with a serial killer kind of thing. Um, and then it has a little bit of a twist at, uh, halfway through it. So we'll, we'll just, uh, yeah. So it's, it's about this. It, it starts off with this guy saying that he is a serial killer and had been for some time. Yeah. In his he, life. Uh, chucks his total up to 18, I believe it is. Yeah. In the New York uh, metropolitan area. Um, and, to that the night that uh, the faithful night was going to be like no no other it was going to be like the same as the other ones yeah standard mo yeah exactly um went on eHarmony or one of those dating sites um, yeah. got a got a victim and lured her to this uh this Italian play, uh, Italian eatery and starts uh they they have like chit chat and she's really beautiful and. Just fantasizing about her, kind of gets a little creepy in that in that regard. As like, but it's because he's a serial killer, so it makes sense, um, story wise, narratively. Um, they he notes that she has a very she's a very voracious eater because she like pretty much downs the entire appetizer, um, like before he has a chance to really it seems. Um, and then they have um, their main course, which is like steak or something like that, bloody of course. Um, after the, they start drinking, he persuades her to come to her, his house rather easily. Um, and they get into the cab and they head back to his house. And uh, they start fooling around and then he has this, he, he gets his tendency, uh, his, his dark desire. So he goes off and grabs the knife. Um, and while he's doing her, he... <laughs> <laughs> There's no way of getting around that. Just, uh, he starts stabbing Al Dante Rigamortis, folks. We keep it classy. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, so while he's uh, doing the business, he starts stabbing her. And, um, and she, like normal, like she's blood-curdling scream, and he's just keeping at it, and eventually she goes limp. He finishes his job. Um, and starts planning out the next phase, which is to dissect her because that's what he's into and it's all kind of creepy and stuff. And then she starts laughing and it's just apparently bone chilling. Cause it's like one of those laughs that like, where you think it's the funniest thing ever. That but you and she's laughing. dead. Yeah. That too. That also like is kind of unnerving. And apparently she like, like stands or sits up, um, like a corpse, <laughs> uh, like with her, her head, like roll lolling around and stuff like that. And she's got this wicked smile. And 
her eyes are like the blackest of black, like blacker than night is what it's actually does. I think is the quote. And um, her mouth starts widening open or opening left, open widening. Starts opening to a, like an unbelievable. Yeah, her way. mouth turns into this gaping it's like, abyss. Exactly. Yeah, and he's engulfed into it within uh, before his very eyes. Like he's unable to stop it at all. Um, and he finds himself in this dark abyss uh, with other voices, and it seems that uh, um, he meets a couple of them that are from like the 16th century or 17th century England. Um, so this woman, Stephanie, uh, has been around for, like, decades, centuries, uh, is some kind of inhuman entity. If you um, didn't get that from the... The giant mouth. gaping maw and <laughs> the fact that she came back from death. <laughs> after swallowed being... a man whole. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there are lots of giveaways at this point that she's not human, but, no, uh, but... the big but... one is the fact that she's been around since, like, the 1600s. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, the character, the the character, like spends almost a paragraph or so at that at this point, saying like that she's inhuman, like she's a killer like me, but she's inhuman. She's an immortal. She's been doing this for a long time. There's thousands of us in the abyss, and every so often, like the, the she, he doesn't know how long he's been in there, but for ever so often, there'll there'll be a light uh, that'll just shine down on the thousands of people that are there, uh, and a new one will come in, like because Stephanie's been feeding and so the story is uh, like the story is going to end pretty quickly this is a very quick ep- this will probably be a very relatively short episode of El Dante um, but yeah like so he last couple of paragraphs are kind of like um, it's a long story of how we got how I got this out uh, out of the abyss um, it involved some group effort and the right some perfect timing when the light opened up but this is a warning. I I know I deserve this kind of, this kind of fate, but you don't. Um, be weary of who you invite into your home, of of girls that are really inter- into you. Um, look out for Stephanie Donati. I think her name her last name was. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, the story literally ends with that. It's a nice, quick, scary cautionary tale. Yeah, it goes. I mean, it goes on a spiral from like the like a a, nor, a realistic kind of horror to a more supernatural kind of horror. Yeah, I mean, it, it was, and once it gets you know supernatural, it's really just like from that point on, it's just wrapping it all up. You know, um, really just spends more time, really, in my opinion, explaining how he got the message out than everything else than everything else which is important because i remember before i got to that point i was like well then how the hell am i reading that's exactly because i highly doubt your wi-fi connection was you know suitable there yeah in the gaping maw or the the gaping abyss within a demon woman (laughs) yeah you know Unless but, she just happens to go into a, a, caf- a cafe with Wi-Fi, it's like, oh, I got bars. <laughs> that's, that's actually that's it. That's it right there. <laughs> but you know the fact, and I actually enjoyed the fact that it doesn't come right out and tell you how you know he got the word out. He ex- yeah he says it's, that it's, it's 
it's just kind of left to your own imagination. Yeah, right? there's no real specifics or anything. So for all we know, you know, he is sitting there with his smartphone like, and waiting for bars. It's like the lights open. We got bars now. <laughs> it's like just has to wait till like the most opportune time when like Stephanie just happens to be eating somebody who has a really good signal at her router. <laughs> Also, if it's been like ten years, because apparently, oh, he does mention that it take about took about ten years, as far as he's aware. Um, so, like, how his pow his cell phone or how his like laptop or whatever he happened to have on him to send this message out. Well, and I mean, kind of got to assume that considering the circumstances surrounding his entering into the abyss, that he was unclothed. So, <laughs> you're right. So, like, did you just. I don't even know where he was keeping that stuff. Well, <laughs> or how he's getting this. Out. Maybe he's just like broadcasting himself out. Exactly. Again, this is part of the whole. It's he doesn't give you specifics, so you can't just say, "Well, that's BS." Yeah, exactly. Like my immersion's broken. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's kind of a what the hell kind of thing, but at the same time, he does at least address. A little I can't. Bit. I can't say it's wrong because he didn't say anything. Yeah. So. He addressed enough that, like, it doesn't ruin the story. Yeah. He he addressed it so that, you know, it's like, yeah, okay, you saw that, you know, that that's an issue with this story. But then you addressed it so it's not like I can say, well, what the hell? It was... It was handled the best way it could be for this story to exist at all. Yeah. Because um, I, I was kind of nervous like at the beginning that. about that. <laughs> yeah. Because I didn't, like, cause, like, my first impression was, like, I, I was kind of, like, a little bit different. Because they did provide um, a photo at the top of this image. I was like, wait, so, like, that's what, like, my first initial thought of the whole thing was that, oh, this is going to be, like, some kind of weird, sick, like, murderer meets murderer and they live happily ever after or in killing people and stuff like that um because they have a photo like like of each other so that that's actually not her in the photo it's just him like that before he went on a serial killer mode um yeah it was the story was a little bit like misleading but it was good for that because it was like my expect i had some had had one thing thinking of and i shouldn't have going into this and it changed uh, the whole story like twisted itself so i was like oh okay this Just, is what's going yeah, on yeah it's going straight you know mundane and then because yeah, oh. there's something mundane about a serial killer when we're but reading creepypasta mundane like the super like just a normal serial killer would be mundane yeah when it, it's you know it, it's your typical you know silence of the lambs serial killer and you yeah. know and then just with I think it's like within a line or two, it's just all of a sudden turned on its head, yeah. and now it's this supernatural horror, and it was really well done on just you know the old bait and switch. Yeah, it kind of actually reminds me of um, uh, I don't know if you've ever watched the the the, the video compilation anthology uh, VHS. Not yet. No. Okay. Well, there's one story in it um, where uh, the guy has like glasses or has like these like video camera glasses, and they go on a uh, like a they go on a night of the town, and they pick up some girls. Uh, one of them's a little like sketchy, like kind of weird, like maybe just like nervous to be in this situation or whatever. Um, do you want spoilers? 
also doesn't matter sorry, to spoil, me. Sorry, spoilers, folks. Um, I'm pretty sure people have probably... listening know that we just, in general, give spoilers. Yeah. Um, so the story, like they they go back to their apart their uh, their hotel room. They start fooling around. Um, the one guy with the glasses goes into the bathroom, and then he comes out, and the the sketchy girl suddenly becomes this like succubus demon thing, and just rips everybody apart like it it went from like you you thought that they were going to be the ones that was going to end up like causing some kind of problem but then the sketchy the 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 nervous girl ends up becoming this horrible monster so i was kind of reminded of that while reading near that halfway point or near that turning point yeah it's kind of it's really a fairly common you know um there's nothing really special about this kind of story, but at the same time, when you find it well done, yeah. like this one was, um, there is something special about it all of a sudden. Yeah. Like, it's a night, it's, it is really well done. And apparently, um, I mean, I actually, did you look at the uh, comments underneath? Uh, I looked at them last night when I was reading it, so. I, I've been forgetting to. Because uh, apparently one of the guys on the comments, um, again, I take it with a grain of salt because I'm not sure who actually is on the internet um but uh there's one guy down here on the list uh, further down there that guy with the weird monster thing on his icon yeah go further down he had left a message he said a message about like that he actually had, it seemed like he had, he was the one that writ, wrote the story and that he was planning on rewriting it um along with other pastas so that he's done so yeah, like um, and like like the comments were pretty much all positive. Like there was very little of them that were not that were ne- there were very little of them that were negative. So yeah, I mean this is also just a, another good short creepypasta. Yeah, and again, probably largely because it's short. Yeah, you know, there's just there's no room for like he didn't go on to the point where. It's too convoluted or too just ridiculous. Yeah, he I mean, just like told us what we need to know at the beginning, um, told us that laid out the events that uh, transpired, and then gave us a, like a quick like just a quick note or note or two about how he, the hell he got this uh, this out um, from after the situation, um, like a post mortem kind of thing. Yeah, um, and then that was it. Like the horror, like the, the creepiness was throughout. Like was from and the creepiness kind of permeated from beginning to end because like the beginning it was like it was kind of it kind of escalates yeah it's creepiness because you started like oh okay this is kind of creepy the whole like serial killer thing it's like oh and then he gets his comeuppance and it's terrifying what what happens to him even but at the same time you're also kind of like but then you find out that there's like countless other victims yeah, in there with exactly them. and he, she's been doing this a long time and like you could be next it's it's that classic horror trope it's like you're next i think that was actually in uh, invasion of the body snatchers they could be in our streets <laughs> yeah in our you movie fools. theaters <laughs> you fools all of you you're next you're next uh but yeah the classics yeah it was yeah i just can't even really nitpick um i mean I mean, you could, but... <laughs> well, I always could, but 
at the same time, I read it, I enjoyed it, and, you know, I would have to go back to nitpick as opposed to some of the other ones where it's like, Soapbox is coming out. I'm just gonna nitpick from the start. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I actually have anything else, really. Well, I will say, like, um, I actually did do some more, for some further reading last night after I finished reading it to try and see if I could find, like, uh, I wanted to see if I could get an audio ta an audio version of it uh, for this morning when I went and before I came back here. Um, couldn't find anything. There's nothing on YouTube that, as far as I can tell, uh, nobody's done it yet. Um, so get on that internet. Um, <laughs> but, uh, so, but it just, but We're just doing shows. our part now. You <laughs> do yours. <laughs> Would you like to know more? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Um, but you know, it's it's a nice like short like creepy pasta. It doesn't have a whole lot of uh, like. There's not a whole lot of. Um, I guess it doesn't. Maybe it has some exposure like along like around the creepy pasta store circles, but like. Um, it's not one of the big ones like like we've done in the past, but it's a nice it's a nice. Well, uh, when treasure. I yeah first told you about it because as we've already covered, I found this one which yeah. was fun for me. Um, didn't you say it was uh, like featured this like on? It was I think like I a remember monthly, featured I remember... on the wiki the creepy pasta wiki. Yeah, site. You, you told me the um, uh, blind. You told me the story, the title blind date, and I thought and I and I thought I had heard it before, so I might have seen it on the creepy pasta of the month, but that it might have been like a couple of months ago or maybe a year Still, ago. Still, at least so, yeah. it was a well. I mean, at least it got some recognition if it was. You know, if you did see it there, yeah. because again, it was well done. Also, I'm pretty sure you can still you can also just Google this one, like creepy uh, blind date creepy pasta, and it will pop up. I have no idea. I, I think I tried upon that's it with yeah. random pasta. Ah. Well, I, actually, I googled it this morning. I think that's how I got it to reread it again. Um, but yeah, no, it yeah. So it's a short one. Um, it's effective. It escalates nicely. Yeah, I mean, if you've listened to this and haven't read it, then it probably will have no effect on you, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Worst case scenario, it's really just a waste of 5-10 minutes, because it is nice and short. Um, yeah. And if you haven't read it and you've listened this far, I would still say go ahead and read it, because... We, are, we haven't told too, too many specifics, aside from... Like, we just did a rundown of the yeah, synopsis, but, but we I left, mean, I'm sure we left something out. Yeah, but we left the we we gave the twist away. So oh, right. anyone who's you know reading about the serial killer when they get to the demonic horror, they're not going to have any surprise there. Yeah, fair enough. And that's all. I really got remember. To, I really got to remember to put like a by the by the way. If you want to read this at the end of the again, episode. people if, if people are listening, then they they're aware that we do a rundown of every story and yeah. that we just have zero care about spoilers well it's something i can also throw in the description for Fair this enough. episode um yeah so um and, and like so i assume you have nothing again about the uh the writing style or any of the like the pro no it was uh well crafted i mean i'm pretty sure there's a couple of little points where 
tense was a little screwed up, but yeah, I think I, I mean, remember you can catch that, but it didn't ruin it as badly as some of the other ones have. <laughs> exactly, it's once, maybe twice, and you know, it's really just a matter of it was a matter of reread the sentence so that I, you know, know what he said, know what was meant, yeah. and then you know, carry on with my day and my life. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but no, this was well done. Um, you know, it didn't stick around too long to get annoying or to, you know, just get bad as some of them do is, mm-hmm. um, cause I'm pretty sure the ones I've bitched about the most, cause I've bitched about a few a lot, um, have been some of the longer ones that were, They're that could have been shorter than this, some of them. Yeah. And then, you know, this they might was... have been more effective. Yeah. Um, this one was just a nice surprise, especially since I didn't have anyone's recommendation, you yeah. know, yours or anyone else's. I you just... just clicked the random pasta button. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the only hint I got about what I was going to read was... Um, the not safe for work notice that the creepypasta.wiki put up yeah. um which i found amu- immensely amusing especially once i was done because it was like there's really nothing here i mean there is like a skimmed over sex scene and that's it yeah pretty much it was i mean but i mean you can understand why they did it but at the same time it, it yeah there was no, there wasn't really a necessary, but they're just covering their ass. Yeah, but at the same time, you're covering your ass from what? You know, um, like it's words. Yeah. You know, yeah. how is someone? You know, how is a coworker walking behind you, or you know, getting a glimpse of your screen, going True. to see the lewd? You know, there's just nothing there. It's like. The one picture that accompanies this is incredibly innocent and yeah, tame by a little adorable, and that's yeah, just exactly. It's really out of place, but <laughs> again, like it gives you at least maybe I think at the very most the only thing really reason it helps is that it gives you um, a face to this to the writer. Oh, I uh, I always have my own face. So okay, so they completely ignore it then. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I didn't even actually look at the picture until I was done because I was like, there was an image up at the top, and I was like, so I scrolled back up and I'm like, that is just out of place. And then I read the caption. And I was like, okay, still out of place. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it it was. I mean, it did again the picture doesn't take anything away it really just you know helps set the it helps set the misleading tone for the beginning yeah which because like i said like i saw the picture and i was like oh so this is going to be probably turn out to be a story about two serial killers meeting each other and going on a happy day but no i'm, I'm glad i was surprised i'm glad i was completely wrong <laughs> well i mean i wouldn't have recommended it to you if it didn't have some sort of ancient horror and with that segment so would you recommend like would you recommend this to anybody uh, trying to get to creepypasta or yeah um you know uh honestly this would be 
a better first one than my first one, just because it kind of, I don't know, it seems like it has all of the markings of a good creepypasta. Okay. And it doesn't have any uh, any of the bad things that I've read in other creepypasta. creepypastas, not to mention any names. Jeff the Killer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I, I've been having this cold or allergies yeah, or something this fun. week. Um, but... Yeah, um, and again, it's short, so, you know... Five minutes, you're done. Not as daunting as Candle Cove, which was my first one. Not that, that one the wasn't length very of Candy, Candle Cove was daunting in and of itself, but at the same time, I believe... This would have been a better one for you. Yeah. For oh, introductory. Yeah. Okay. Hands down, and I just think it's a better example of creepypasta it's got a nice monster it's got you know a nice setup a great twist at the end and and a cautionary a, tale and it was a twist that paid off yeah whereas candle cove to me didn't really pay off okay you know like you know read the candle or listen to the candle cove one for that because i won't go back into it here because i'm sure the cultist is just annoyed with that by now bit, but you're fine yeah <laughs> but it was yeah that one didn't pay off this one paid off really well it did what it was supposed to it actually surprised me all right yeah i mean i, I read it and was yeah i'd recommend it for anybody who's trying to read just wants like a quick a creepy read so yeah and again you know if you go to read this after listening to us, I'm sorry. <laughs> we ruined it. Again. That's <laughs> what we do on this show. We we're, we are kind of a little like a, a little like internet book uh, book club. But we kind of also present it to, before anybody has a chance to read. <laughs> hey, newcomers get to read. Well, yeah, but it's not like it's not like they can't pause it or, you know, read the creepypasta before listening to us because i mean we take a lot longer time than it takes to read the pasta oh god yeah <laughs> so all right um and i don't know if we said it before but you can check this out on creepypasta.wiki um i'm not sure if you can get it anywhere else but or you can also just google blind date um creepypasta on google so and with that that's it for tonight but if you like what you heard Leave us a comment below or send it to us at aldente rigamortis at gmail.com. That's A L D E N T E R I G A M O R T I S at gmail.com. Where you can also send us suggestions for other creepypastas we should discuss on the show. Until next time, I'm your host, Review Cultist. And I'm Dr. Leviathan. And this has been Aldente Rigamortis. Sleep well. <laughs>